You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Today, I want to talk about how many accounts do you actually need, and I'm going to focus on checking, savings, investments, etc. I get this question asked very frequently from clients and friends and just really anyone I know. And I am more of an opinion here that there is not a right or wrong answer. It really depends what works for you. But here's what I personally like and have seen quite a, quite a bit of success with others. I like the idea of simplifying things. And I also like the idea to have each of the accounts, whatever they are, to actually serve a purpose. And um, there's no such thing as that uh, states that as many accounts as you can add to your balance sheet is going to improve your financial life. It's really, I think, quite the opposite. And with how busy we are just in overall lives, I think the simplicity is where I went ahead. Both Yuri and I, and I like that idea, and that's how we designed and set up our own system. And I've shared this with you in the past, but we follow this outline of a, what I call a money flow system, and it really works for us. So I wanted to share with you what I have going on, and um, hopefully this will inspire you to do a bit of your own cleanup um, and perhaps adapt some of the suggestions I have. So here's my system. I have two checking accounts. One is pays, uh, pays for fixed expenses, and the second account pays for variable expenses. So before I was able to set this up, and this was years and years ago, trying to figure out how do we make our own finances work for us? How do we have enough money and not have the worries about overspending and overdrawing our accounts and fighting over just like silly purchases where it's it's really not a, a need. And so we came up with this idea of having to separate our fixed expenses so that we are 100% certain every month those are going to get paid. And so hadn't, having to sit down and look at our spending, create an outline where all the money is going, what are the fixed expenses that you pay every month? That's what I want to ask you first. So make a list, figure out who all of the providers, where do you write checks if you still do, do you have auto pay? Because that's what I've set up for mine. And then for second um, account, we wanted to devote that to Everything else that really wasn't falling into the category of fixed expenses. Things like eating out, ordering stuff on Amazon, groceries, gas, basically things that are really up to you to make decisions, right? Whether you're going to go and spend more money on that or spend more less money on that, that in any particular time, weekly, monthly, however often you look at your finances. And then my, my third account um, that we've set up is, is called Curveball Account. And that's really referring to our emergency fund. Now, for both Yuri and I, we are on variable income. So our paycheck varies from month to month. But we had to establish this 
baseline for knowing what our expenses are and really how much money we have to make in order to make our budget every month, right? So if there is a shortage, for example, one month or it takes longer for our income to, to flow, what is that baseline? I use two different financial institutions and simply the reason for that is just because we've, we've had a checking account for the last 15 years, we're Bank of America, um, it really doesn't matter where you are as long as you're not paying fees. And I hope that uh, most of you are have like either a direct deposit or you have a free checking account. So um, that really was uh, the initial setup and I'm just not excited to go in, out and, and change all of the auto deposits and you know auto pays that I have in that account or those two accounts. So, and then I went out and found, this was an old day, now we're in an environment where interest rates are so low that keeping stashes of cash in your savings account makes no sense. But I still want to have a separate account that allows me to draw funds from any time unless, uh, you know, until we, um, you know, can get more pay, for example. So like if I have to supplement our pay or if there's really a true emergency um, in your life. And I challenge you to define how do you, how do you, what are the expenses that come out of that emergency fund um, or, you know, family operating account for, for things that are not planned. And then we also have a credit card. Um, well, of course, Yuri and I have uh, our own individual credit cards and more than one, but we have one credit card, what we call a family credit card, that uh, we use to, pur to purchase everything else, okay? So basically, it really goes like this. Fixed expenses are paid out of the checking account, number one, and then we charge everything else to the credit card and then out of the variable account, and I have the pay, from both of our paychecks go equally split into what are, whatever our you know ratios are for the expenses. And then at the end of the month, I just pay the credit card off from the variable account. So that's pretty much just like the operating system for everyday basis. And of course we have our retirement accounts, both you and I have those at work. And then we have our individual or not individual, uh, a joint brokerage account. We use Vanguard where we invest um, invest our, you know, for what I would call a bucket two approach. And this is um, for a separate topic, but for midterm, mid to long-term kind of a investment time, uh, time horizon. So when you're thinking about what is it that you've got going on and having multiple accounts adds no value. Um, I, you know, I, I get challenged by clients a lot with this statement because yes, you can have more than one account in a bank or any financial institution. And if you're like the idea of like segregating accounts, for example, maybe some plan to pay property taxes, right, out of that account, or you're saving uh, short-term savings for like a vacation fund or house maintenance, that's fine. I'm just challenging you to think that you don't have to have multiple financial institutions. So consolidating would be one idea for you, for you to explore. And then also look at the cost and how streamlined is your system? How often do you approach your operations and what is what is going on? Like, do you have your finger on, on the pulse to really understand where everything is at? And you know, I that was the dream. When I kind of came up with this concept of money flow, I wanted to be able to, to just take one quick peek. And it, a lot of times it's just looking at my Minta app to see where everything is uh, is at, to know how much uh, each of the account balances were, to know that all of the expenses were paid. So like all of those frustrations and worries that I've had for years, 
are kind of gone. They've been gone for a very long time. So I'm continuing to maintain um, this approach. I wanted to drop this on you um, early in the in the year and really early in the January because a lot of um, you're kind of thinking like, all right, I, I want to get my finances in order. I want to start somewhere fresh. And so like this is the baseline stuff that anyone and everyone should have in their order um, already. Um, I've uh, designed a course on this entire training of how do you set up your own money flow system because there's a lot more layers to it. Um, it goes into a lot more details. But I wanted to share with you uh, my free ebook to kind of get you started to map out what I was just describing in terms of a setup that Yuri and I have. So head over to money-flowsystem.com and grab my free ebook that is going to get you started with um, creating your own money flow. If anything, you're just going to... Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.